Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Kaysen. With me today is Debbie G of Spirituality Gone Wild. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Especially on this beautiful Friday. It's just full of rain here in the Northeast, which is beautiful because we've been experiencing some of that searing heat. So this is a nice change. The only bad part is we can't get the gardeners in the field, but you know, that's going to happen. I, I'm trusting that's going to happen. That, that's, that's my trusting my abundance going on right there. But uh, trusting your abundance. I've heard that before somewhere, Walt. Yeah, I know. Where did that come from? I don't know. I, I'll I, have to talk about that a bit. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. But before yeah, totally. we do that, I, I need to get a promo in because I forgot to do it not completely and accurately the other day. And I want to make sure I get it done first. So I want to tell people we're going to get a special guest coming in this coming Tuesday. Her name is Shangela Pierce. She's an expert at manifesting health and well-being. She's a podcaster on the Law, on the Law of Attraction radio network. And she's an intuitive healer. And that's going to be the really interesting part of the conversation, I think. So she's going to share some of her expertise with us. That's this Tuesday, July 6th. If you're a live streamer, you want to tune in, that'd be great. But mainly, I want to let everybody know to pay attention to that episode when it gets published, because I think this is going to be a very, very interesting interview. You want to catch that one. So, okay, got it done this time. That's good. So, all right, now, Debbie, I got to tell everybody, you were showing me like this semi phallic thing before the show and you were telling me it ties into tire. It wasn't a I, semi, it's all the way. It's so all, okay, say, all right. Well you know just say it. I, I was just trying to be polite about it. That's all. But but you were telling me that it has a tie in to Taya, which we're going to be talking about today anyway. So does, you got to go does. there first. What is the tie in? I'm just like, I'm dying of curiosity. I am, right? I mean, seriously. Hi, everybody. I am Debbie G from Spirituality Gone Wild and a law of attraction today. You guys, this is where it's at. Y'all ready? Cause we're going to do it. I want to say hey to John all the way in the UK. Ellie, I love you and I'll be back in Palm Springs again next week. So hit me up. Good and one. Joe, hey, what's up? Joe, actually, the person who purchased this for me is Joe. He was with me when we bought this. Oh, cool. Excellent. This is, this is an Oregon generating wand with a diamond tip. It does look a little funny, but, but not really. Hmm. Well, I'm just saying, just. Well, if you, I mean, is, actually, I hadn't even thought about this, it until you pointed it out to me. So I'm just saying, you know. This is one hell of a, of a piece of equipment. It's got all, of the pieces in it to soak in some wild energy and really honestly, uh, with intention, I, I, it's a powerful tool. Hmm. And I want to talk about how, how does this tie in though to, to tie it, terrestrial right. abundance? Well, it's really simple. I have, um, I have over here, I have some <laughs> Scott. Happy birthday, Scott. Scott. I love you, Scott. <laughs> Happy birthday. Plow Zone Radio Show is in the house. If you missed me, if you missed it, you missed me being on the Plow Zone last night. Ooh. So this is a selenite one. Okay. I like my wands. This I can is tell. The thing with me. I love my wands. And selenite, just so you all know, it's known for the ability to transmute energy. So actually clean. <laughs> this is sort of like a, a window washer, but I got to tell you, through my studies with Taya and talking to the stream, stream says things only have the power that you give it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So this ties into Taya because this here is just, uh, something somebody artistically made that, that is literally, uh, an art piece that could be in many different types of places. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting way to say that. Okay. <laughs> oh. My gosh. It has the energy though that I get it, that I give it and what's inside of it. It, we are all connected. We're all things. Everything is connected. So if I'm directing my energy towards this, as you know, and, and embedding that in, into this device, it holds it. Clearing is so that because everything just, we leave our we leave our imprint, our energetic imprint on everything that we touch. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Have you guys ever seen where a psychic gets an evidential psychic gets handed something and they'll hold on to it and they'll tell you about the person that owned it? Right. Exactly. Because that's our energetic imprint. And what the stream has explained is the reason is because we are leaving. And in this is my words, our energetic imprint, we're, we're intentionally pushing it into whatever it is that we're going to use, giving that we 
power it. We power that, you know, and that's we are the direct connect. So it's beautiful to have all these wonderful things. And I love them. And I have so many over here. I mean, seriously, this and is John, self- John's agreeing with you, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but he says he loves Swanson stores and he's got his own beautiful carved selenite that he made. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Hey, John, you know, he had the best. John had the best. He was my favorite the other day. He did a vibe and dancing video where he was just getting his <laughs> groove on, shaking his stuff. We need to actually, John, we need to have you on. So now that you're here listening, we'd love to have you uh, okay. come and be a guest all the way straight from the UK. It's really late there right now. It's nine, 9-ish or 10-ish. So I'm going to finish off by saying that this is known to be able to clear energy. So it's really good when you do have other other uh, stuff, if you just put the selenite on this, you know, find it, have a selenite plate. They have shown that if you get this, if you put selenite by your computer, it will have, it won't have as much electric static. Really? Interesting. Because it stops it. Yeah. It, it goes, it goes through here instead of, of affecting your electronics. So, so, so I mean, like with the device, I'm not sure what you call that that device. It's cool looking, but I don't know what name you give it. What this one? Yeah. Well, I should name him. Huh? Well, it'll tell me if it's going to have a name. You know, Zeus is coming up. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. We'll Zeus. call it Zeus. Then. That's cool. And for those so, of you for for those of you that are are just listening and you're trying to envision what we're talking about. It's a wand with a with a tip and it's very it's interesting. It has copper coils and a whole bunch of stones inside and it's really cool. Okay? That's what we're holding. Um and what were you asking me? I forgot. Well, I was asking you I was starting to ask anyway, how can, can you tell us any particular ways that you've been using that? I mean, we 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 made the connection that it is tied in with the kind of concepts we talked about in Thai boot camp. But mm-hmm. in general, I mean, how, how have you actually practically put it to use? Is it just kind of fun toy at this point or are you using it in some way? Uh, actually, I love this question because I do use them. Um, if I'm doing healing work on somebody else, uh, I do mm-hmm. some different healing modalities, which is great. Um, when I'm doing that, it, it really does. I have set intentions. So I'm using this to clear, to activate, things like that. This here I'm using to clear, just clear. And I just like having it because like, you know, just because I was just at the store a little bit ago, you know, and I just like to clear. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how I would use it. I use it with my own healing and my own body. I have another uh, tool that I use too. This one's a little bit more scientific, y'all, and that is my tuning fork. And my uh-huh. tuning fork for self-healing, I mean, seriously, I'll just pop this little puppy right on my third eye. And plus, it also makes me like a female unicorn. <laughs> I love it. I right? love it. This one's even better. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do some serious damage with that one, I'm telling you. <laughs> I do damage. Damage with that one. Uh, oh, that's funny. That's great. Uh, I like that. But yeah, I, I have. I mean, no. It's fun to have tools like that. I mean, obviously they're fun to talk about too. But yeah. but it's fun to have tools like that when you can actually use them. When right? when you can put them to use and, and you know turn them to your advantage. I think that's the really the best kind of tool anyway. Well, I I love I love crystals. I think they're pretty, mm-hmm. and I I just think they're fantastic. So I've got a few of them over here. There's a carnelian cool. stone. When I'm doing work on somebody, let's see if I can grab it. With I gotta move candles. I actually have some really cool woo-woo stuff, y'all. I have some cards. I'll even pull a card for y'all today. Oh wow! And we'll we'll pull it. It is we're on the eve eve of the Fourth of July celebrating America, and I don't have it's my oh my carnelians in my purse. I carry it around. So, you know, here's a beautiful rose quartz, and the rose quartz, it's been, this one up here was just charged in the pink full moon. Mm. And I would just play, you know, just put this on my heart as I'm, as I'm meditating, as I'm praying, mm-hmm. as I'm whatever you want to call that moment where you are at one minute with source. 
If you're wanting that energy of Mother Mary to come into your heart, all you have to do is ask. Mm -hmm. If you want the energy, the angels to come in, all you got to do is ask. Mm -hmm. And using these beautiful, these beautiful crystals and they get charged. We've put our intentions into them. And this one's just full of love. You know, that's how I perceive it. And you know, not everybody has to agree with that. It's okay. Like that, that's not your gig. Don't. It doesn't matter. What matters is, does it work for you? If you, because like you said, you're putting your energy into it. So if it's working for you to put the energy in and then get whatever the benefit is that you're getting, you're getting the benefit. It doesn't really matter what somebody else thinks about that. Right. Nope, it doesn't. Actually, we'll talk about why doesn't it matter others' opinions. Mm -hmm. But I want to say that, that it, it, makes i love my energy that's what i'm going to tell you mm-hmm. like i put my energy i put my my intentions into this and i have i have warm bubbly energy oh, easily yes i mean bubbly actually understates it a bit but uh, i'll leave that alone for a moment go ahead so, <laughs> now i i want to talk about one more thing that we can do and we've okay. talked about it before and okay. I don't have my glass, boss, but you can get a, and this isn't, boss, you should pay me for this. So you can get a boss glass bottle or you can get any kind of glass bottle. And the one other thing that I want to tell you all is that you can get a selenite piece like this. Okay. And just put it right on top. But your voice is the most powerful thing that you have. You can get all this stuff. You can do whatever, but the very voice that you have is the most healing instrument that you possess. So if you have your glass bottle and you want to talk to your water, be in gratitude for your water. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for for blessing this earth. And you sit with it and you just allow those words of love to go into the water it changes the molecular structure of the water it's scientific been proven by dr um emoto you can look mm-hmm. it up he's done Not some really only- cool stuff by the way i mean probably the best thing about what he does is the photos i love those photos totally right? so what he yeah yeah he did these experiments where he he had hate on one and he had love on the other mm-hmm. he froze he froze the the water after he did that, when when he put th- these pieces under a microscope, one will, one looked like snowflakes. Which, guess which yeah. one that was? Mm-hmm. And see, guys, guys, look! Oh my God! What happens when it snows? We get snowflakes. That's what right. does that tell you about nature? Mm-hmm. How freaking exciting is that? Yeah. Oh. Then, um. <laughs> I just saw what John said. And then you look at the other one and it's all mucky and ugly like cancer. So y'all don't want to know how you mm-hmm. fight cancer? You don't, you don't, you don't want to hold on to anger and hate and all of those things. Well, you don't that, fight it. Yeah. I mean, fighting is not going to work. That's, that's oh, the no, wrong direction. No. But you don't want to hold on to it either. You know? Right. Exactly. So we're releasing it. And I personally believe when you bless your water, and it's been proven the molecular structure changes. And I personally believe that. So that's what you're feeding your cells now. Mm. And that's what your cells going to react to. And that in itself is going to be helping you. The other part of using your voice is humming. And you guys have seen that with Jonathan and Andy Goldman uh, through the humming effect, which is a great book. If you've missed anything about that, you just go to spiritualitygonewild.com and look for Grateful Living, and you can see the edition that had them, as well as find wall and a link on how to get onto the LOA Today app. Just that, so that, 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 well, thank you for the promo, and that, that's like the ultimate source right there, spiritualitygonewild.com. I mean, that's like anything you could possibly need is there. So just saying, go there. Thank you. Yes. I love that. So, okay. Um, anyway. Uh, what so, this was really about is that you got the power to heal yourself, but let's, let's, I'm going to well, shift it over Well, that here. ties in, that ties into what, um, I had set up as the topic for the day because, and we've been doing a lot on the show in the last, uh, 10 days or so about Taya Bootcamp because I decided yeah. I was going to do Taya Bootcamp. I remember you jumped on saying, well, okay, I'll do it with you, which was pretty exciting too. And then I, I just been kind of sharing the adventure, sh- sharing the journey mm-hmm. as I've been going along. 
And so like the last time that we talked about it, we, we kind of went off on other topics, which was great. But I wanted to bring it back and just kind of share experiences. Not that I've been in it anywhere near as long as you have, but I've, I'm into my first module. So I've gotten past my, my stream uh, connection and I, I'm now engaged in the group and all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting and I'm, I'm learning stuff about myself. I'm, you know, really good community. I like the people in there. Very, very supportive community, which is great. Um, but I, I just want to kind of compare notes with what you went through your first time. Not, I mean, you're going through it a second time now. Um, and I, I want to get to that in a moment, too, because you have reasons, I'm sure, why you're doing that. But the first time you went through it, I mean, you were in a different place. You were in a different experience, life experience at the time. And mm -hmm. what you ultimately manifested was a pretty big shift in, in your life, in, in you know your whole experience. So I just wanted to kind of touch on but right, we know what we've heard the story before anybody here listening i think has heard the story of you know all the stuff you were going through but what was it like at, at that time going through the boot camp what was that experience like when you were in that place mm. excitement because i was i was improving mm, i was yes. growing and i was improving and which i i strive to do every day but it through taya it allowed me to examine and, and learn how to truly observe. I knew the concept of observing through the eyes of source, mm -hmm. but I didn't get it till I sat down. And in the very first modules, it's very interesting because you're looking at the things and you're like, yeah, I know those things were my transgressors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing this work a long time thinking, you know, I've detuned all of those. And so it was really interesting to see that stuff still, stuff coming up and it's still stuff still always because that's just stuff. But I, I saw it coming up and, and it was just an interesting place for me to be in because of where my life was at at that time. It required ultra trust your abundance. Mm. And when you're when you're dealing with anything that that is uncomfortable or not your preference, uh it's challenging. So it really mm -hmm. stretched me. In fact, that was the time that I came up with the analogy. I said, holy crap, I'm like freaking Stretch Armstrong. Y'all remember that toy? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Uh, okay, I'm good. That's kind of what it's like. So there you go, Walt. Do you feel a bit like Stretch Armstrong there? Sometimes, yes, I do, actually. That, that is uh, part of my overall life experience at times. Um, but it, interesting to me what, how you were describing your the, the, the visceral sense of what it was like going through um, the, the, the Taya boot camp. And part of it, it actually ties in to what I was thinking about in terms of why I wanted to bring up the topic, because uh, I actually had my first uh, request for help that I put out to the Taya boot camp group. Um, just this morning, actually, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was having trouble going to sleep. So I said, OK, I'm going to post about this. So I can go back to sleep. And it, it worked nicely. But what I've been experiencing as I was doing the first module, the, the, there's a, a big component of what goes on in the modules is there's a, a lot of journaling that goes on. And journaling has always been a tough thing for me. I, I never got into it. I never enjoyed it. And particularly, not just with journaling, any kind of handwriting. I actually cramp up really badly. I, I mean, when computers came along, I was the happiest camper on the entire planet because I didn't want to have to keep doing handwriting. Plus, my handwriting was right. illegible anyway. I couldn't, I couldn't even read it. You know, so it, what was the point, right? That's the way it felt. Right. But then along comes journaling and people are saying, well, this journaling is doing wonderful things for me. And I'm thinking, well, it's not doing anything for me except giving me pains up and, up and down the sides of my arms. Well, then now I get into Taya boot camp. Here we are doing journaling and Sure enough, I start writing and it's cramping up. And, and I even gave the analogy in the post that I put in the group about the Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, thing, you, you know, did. You did Harry, good. Harry Potter. Good. Yeah, well, it was a, it was an obvious correlation as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Anybody who knows Harry Potter, you know the uh, the fifth book, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, where Professor Umbridge uh, basically <laughs> she she puts Harry through his paces with with some pretty nasty stuff. Um, she yeah, she yeah, puts yeah. him in detention because uh, he has the audacity to just say that Lord Voldemort really is back. So she puts him in detention <laughs> and she tortures him. She tortures him with this pen, this this quill pen of her own magical devising that as he writes, it uses 
basically scratches in the back of his hand and writes in his own blood the thing that he's writing. I mean, it's, it's a cruel thing, a, a cruel form of torture that she comes up with. And as I thought about that, I said, that, that feels a lot like what it feels like when I'm journaling. I mean, it really does hurt like that. Probably not as much as that hurt him, but you know, it hurts. It really hurts. And, and even as I was kind of investigating, okay, why is this happening? Cause I mean, it stopped me. It stopped me in my tracks. I couldn't keep journaling. I couldn't keep the process going. And I said, why is this happening? Why am I having so much trouble with this? And it, it occurred to me when you experience pain like that, when you're, when you're doing something expressive, you're probably passing something. You're probably expressing something that's going on inside you. And I thought, well, that probably means that I mean, I've identified with the streams help my three transgressors, the top ones to work on. I probably have some anger associated with them that I'm not even consciously aware of that's passing through my hand. And as I'm writing, it's like, it's like my hands doing the expressing because that's what the journaling is all about, right? It's expressing this stuff and, and expressing how you're diving into the feeling of the thing that you're, you're trying to overcome the transgression on and so forth. So I, I have a feeling that's what I was doing, but it doesn't help when you're hurting. I mean, <laughs> you're trying to overcome this stuff and it's throwing pain at you. I mean, and it wasn't just my hand. I mean, it was shooting up my arm. It was going into my shoulder. It was just, it was like taking over the entire experience. So, you know, I, I went into the group to ask other people, well, you know, anybody else ever had that? What would you do? How, how would you handle that situation? And to my relief, a lot of people were saying things, well, you know, you actually dropped in, you, you put your thing in about how you like to, to just dictate it, basically. Um, I like to, uh, other people were talking about how they like to type it. I like typing. So I figured, okay, that's the way I'm going to go. And I would already kind of thought about doing that anyway, but it was great to have the support. And I think that's where I'm kind of going to with this long-winded story here. It was great to have the support. Here I am dealing with this thing. I'm trying to dive in. I'm trying to apply this stuff. I'm running into a huge block that's in my way. I asked for help, and it was like everybody came to my assistance, like the entire group did. And and the number of people in Thai boot camp at any one time isn't a huge, huge number. So when you see that many people coming to your aid, it's like, whoa, this is pretty cool. This is good stuff. So that's why that's why I was motivated to ask what your experience was. Did did you have something similar going on when you ran into stuff? Because I mean, we all run into stuff as we're doing this kind of thing, right? Oops, your your voice is gone. Whoops, we we are missing the microphone. Gonna have to check the setting there a little bit. Nope, nothing yet. Okay. Still don't hear anything. Nothing. Nope. Okay. Meanwhile, the listeners are saying, what the heck is going on? Well, she's trying to make her mic work right now. Nothing. Not a thing. No. It's strange. It's just like it disappeared. I don't know why. Do you have another mic to use, maybe? No. Oh, there. What was that? I got that. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, brand new system, you guys. On a brand new computer, and I was having to. So this is the first time I've ran with these headsets. So how are okay. we? Are we good? It, 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 it's better. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah, and I'm going to get these clunky things off my head. Now that I have this and I'm going to get some ear pod things or mm-hmm. something. The buds. I'm going to get the buds, man. <laughs> uh, speaking this of. This buds for you. This, this buds for you. Spuds. Mm. This buds for you. This buds for you. <laughs> Here's a spud for everybody. I'm going to just give a shout out to Zappy Zappelin and the Reborn documentary. You guys need to see it with Lamar mm-hmm. Odom uh, about his uh, journey to recovery using ketamine and Ibogaine. So I am going to be having a ketamine treatment because if I'm going to continue to discuss this and talk about it, I love seeing others' experiences. Mm-hmm. I I need to go and experience it myself and see what it is exactly that that is going on here. And I have been working on my stuff for a long time. So if I'm going to be working through anything, it might maybe some leftover PTSD stuff, some mm. more clarity. It's it's I don't know what to expect. I've so at this point 
Microdosing cannabis is awesome because it helps with pain. And this is in my, I'm not recommending anything, y'all. Microdosing, uh, psilocybin is remarkable how it's bringing back my clarity and memory. Now, you only go on for a short time and off for a longer time. But what I notice is on the off, after, after, on the off time, cause you don't really notice much on the on time either, cause it's such a small ma- amount. Mm-hmm. But what I do notice is on the off time after a couple weeks, my clarity getting even stronger. It's like, that's a good thing. Now it could be, it could also be my thoughts because as we've all know through Heal the Documentary, through Dr. Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden, that we and Joe Dispenza, that we are in po- we have the power over that. Absolutely. So yeah. back to this healing. I think healing's coming up a lot today. Uh that's awfully that's awfully interesting. And your hand. Hmm. I love what you just said though. I love this that I gotta go back to you now, Walt. What I picked up from what you said was so cool because you didn't go to looking to why it physically is bugging you. He is six foot seven, just you know, six foot eight, <laughs> six foot eight. And he's six holding eight, a pencil. Yeah. The pencil's like probably this big to us. <laughs> to him. It's just, you know, I mean, my hands are she- for a girl. Literally, I have I can reach over an octave on a piano and he can do the mm-hmm. entire keyboard at one time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not quite, and, he wonder, not quite. and he's wondering why holding a small itty bitty pencil might be ouchy. Just saying. Mm-hmm. However, but what I loved though is the fact that you were able to look at this and say, huh, I wonder energetically what's transpiring here. I wonder mm-hmm. what is here and your willingness to observe that, your willingness to see that, your willingness to go, it's not wrong, your willingness to reach out to the community and say, hey, y'all, what's up with this whole thing? I'm not a, I, I've never been a journaler. I've tried. I'm not a handwriting. I have my fingernails. Are, see, this is why I know. This is a thing. I, I'll have to hold it. My hands get a cramp because my nails are so long. I'm serious. Like, that's I'm, a real I get thing. it. Yeah, I really do get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking you do. So, yeah. Um, but I do, I just, I just record it. But well, you, you know, what I'm loving and appreciating is how that you're not willing to just blase it to death. Oh, it could be that or whatever. And realizing that everything that happens has an energetic purpose and meaning to it. Well, I think part of that is yeah. if, if, when you sign up for a Taya boot camp, you're signing up for an entire experience that you're right. going to dive into. I mean, you don't want to be the observer of it. You want to be the, to to use with uh, Jackie Gates, who's now joining Cindy Chavez, me on the uh, the Wednesday show. The way she puts it is, you want to be the star of your own life, and I think you want to be the star of your own boot camp too. Because if you're not yeah. the star of your own boot camp, who is? Well, nobody, because you're the one that has to do the work. You know, that's right. I think yeah. I think a lot of a lot of people sign up for things and don't realize that it's going to take it takes actually doing. Ellie, Ellie Sibin, who was, uh, Sibin, who was on here just when we first started. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're still around Ellie, but one of the things about Ellie, she had taken up my, my gratitude alchemy life experiment mm. course. And she just, she just absolutely shine. She was the, she's, she is the star of her own destiny. Good. She, she is her own guru. Yeah. When, when people sign up for something, she did the work, you know? Now, exactly. what's in her, now, as, as the and she is guy, good, by the way. hey, Ellie, yeah, she did the work. And that's what, and Ellie, Ellie is still practicing today. I watch her news feeds and I, she, mm-hmm. she's making intention to live her life in an extraordinary way. So, you know, I was really beautiful to see who did the work. And I'll tell you all, as a guide, we know who's not doing the work. You know, well, that's usually not hard to discern, to be perfectly honest. Well, yeah, I know. Cause I mean, really, you know, I know, yeah. but that's all right. Cause maybe that's just not where they're at. But well, exactly. Yeah. 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 But it's ju- well, that, ju- but that's a Taya thing. Taya, you, you either dive in or you don't do it. It's not like there's a whole lot of in between, you know, not and you're really. the one that has to do it because, well, I yeah. know. Look, I went to, I did the Tony Robbins thing and I'm really grateful for it, y'all. I mm-hmm. love Tony Robbins, but listen, 
We're standing up, we're hopping, 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 we're dancing, we're shouting, we're doing all these things that are just freaking, and I love Tony, raise your standards. First thing I ever, I said, oh, hey, oh, okay, mm-hmm. raise those standards, raise those standards, get those boundaries in check, remember who you are kind of thing. Right. Here's the deal, those weekends are great to pump, I'm going to pump you up. <laughs> but but what they're not great with is okay so you have to do the work now you're doing work at the conference but this is what i love taya is a practice it's a practice you put into place that you do yes. every day of your life from here on out and you can of course with with whatever other practices and it being your own gig david's given the stream has given us a guide mm-hmm. how that we choose to maneuver all that is up to us so, you know, have you ever, it, yeah, it's, you're, you're, you're cooking in your own kitchen, babies. Absolutely. Yes. So if you're going to be cooking in your own kitchen, why not just dive in all the way? That, so, I, well, I appreciate the fact that you appreciate, you know, what I was tapping into, well, what could really be going on here. But to be honest, it wasn't difficult to do because I dove in with the idea, okay, I'm going to do Thai boot camp the way Thai boot camp is intended to be done. So here I am, I'm in Thai boot camp. I'm experiencing pain. The answer's got to be in Thai boot camp. So where is it? That's the way I started. And it, it, it was a really short journey from that point on to, well, I must be, you know, manifesting some sort of pain that's tied into some anger thing or some fear thing or whatever that's part of my transgressions. That, that was not a big leap. That was a pretty simple leap, actually. But I still appreciate well, your appreciation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that you, I, well, we both, we appreciate our appreciation. And we're appreciative. That's right. And actually, yeah. you can't say that word enough. You know, some people get a hang up with gratitude. Do you ever get a hang Because men, it's always, it's usually men that get the hang up with gratitude. And this is not for me. This is from the studies that I've done. Uh, Dr. Robert Emmons, look him up from, uh, UC Berkeley and the book Thanks, as well as Little Book of Gratitude, because they're awesome. So, uh. Well, there's a good reason for that. How do you, feel, re- how do you, yeah, tell me. The good reason is that, well, I'm not sure it's a good reason. There, there is an expo- explanatory reason. Let's put it that way. It's not all that good. <laughs> but, but, uh, males are brought up to be, to, to not be emotional. That this is fortunately changing in, in more recent times in the last, I don't know, what, 20, 30 years or so. Uh oh. I think he's frozen. I don't know if okay. that's my end. Okay, what happened? I don't know what happened. That was weird. You're stuck in space and time. Well, just did a qu- quantum <laughs> leap. <laughs> <laughs> so am I back at your end, too? You're looking good to me, but am I looking good to you? You're looking good to me. Good. All right, okay. we're good to go. So that's good. I don't know what that was about, but uh, StreamYard, thank you for that uh, extra stellar experience there, whatever that was. Energy, as Ellie says, absolutely. Energy, energy. Yeah. But getting back to what I I was trying in my maladroit way to get to, (laughs) men are taught to not be emotional beings from a very, very young age. And while that is changing, it's a pat, it's a, it's a multi-generational pattern. It's been going on for generation after generation after generation. And Mm -hmm. gratitude, that's tapping into a particular kind of emotion. So of course, men are not going to be really good at it. We have, men have to learn it. Mm-hmm. We have to, or actually more accurately, we have to relearn it. It's not like we never had it. It's that we were taught to ignore it. That's so we great. have to learn to pay attention to it again. Mm. So that's my, that's my take on it. That's what I think. I, I, I think that that's beautiful because being vulnerable is the new sexy. And one of the great mm. things about Thai boot camp is what you get to learn um, is the emotional scale. Mm-hmm. And learning the most, when you learn the emotional scale and you get to learn how to, how that you get to control the emotional scale. And not I like the way avo- they, not by the, avoiding the, the, it. The stream made it a very simple scale. I mean, Abraham Hicks has their scale too, and it's a great one, but it's like 28 steps. David's yeah, yeah. and the stream, it's five steps. It, it, it's not hard to discern where you are on that scale. I like that. It's not hard at all. It's really super simple, easy peasy. It's also a form of emotional mm-hmm. intelligence. When now I'd like to add into that is that one of the things I love is then thinking about what's real for another person mm-hmm. and stepping into an empathetic structure because, you know, 
if I go into, if I'm on the scale and I'm in judgment, I have to ask myself, why am I judging what I'm judging? Now I'm judging mm. the judger, but that's okay. <laughs> because I want to know, I want to know, like, mm. what's going on here? Yeah. You see, so then I think about, rather than judging it, I use my tool, I do my flip and I get curious. And it's like, curious what's going on with them. Because it's definitely not me. Okay, you see, in other words, I'm coming from a space of if I'm feeling some sort of way, it's coming in me, right? But mm -hmm. if I get curious about them, it changes the dynamic of the situation to where you can appreciate what they're saying. Can you accept what they're saying? People are, are so quick. Let's stop jumping to assumptions. Assumptions, you know what it means. You know why they came up with ass out of you and me from assumptions? You know why? Because it makes total sense. Well, yes, I was wondering what your reason is, but yes, I agree. It does make total sense. Because it makes total bit yeah. of damn sense. I mean, jeez, yeah. Jimmy, I, crickets. Well, it's also a kind of a shock the first time you hear what it is. It kind of hits you between the eyes. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it? That, I mean, that's the kind of the thought pattern that, that hits you because you hadn't thought about it before. It never really occurred to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, something that I learned through being in Taya, too, and something that I learned in studying nonviolent communication. I don't know where I ever thought I was so damn important that it had to be about me in the first place. Hmm. Why did I need to make it about me? And it's obviously not about me because when I get real with it, it has nothing, nothing about me at all. But that's something that's, a lot of people I can tell you if you can wrap wrap your head around this, it's freeing. You don't you're free from that. The other the other things with with taking it personal or thinking that it's you or it's you know whatever however the case may be, it messes us up. Well, let, know, let, and, let's let's uh, be a little bit more definitive about what we're saying here, okay? Okay. Because on the one hand, we want to be the star of our own life, and that is about us. But what you're talking about is a, is kind of a different meaning to the phrase it's, "it's not about me." So let, let's let's zero in on that. What are you talking about when you're saying it's not about me? What's that about? Yeah, what that is about is that. So imagine if when we die, that we do have a life review. Now every okay. book, every book, every indie ear, everybody that I've ever researched has all said that that life review is how we affected other people. Mm -hmm. Right. So if it's how we affected other people, then it becomes very important that we are empathetic instead of judgmental with compassion at the first place. Okay. Yes, John, I, I know we don't actually croak, but you know what I mean? Our <laughs> physical bodies go, our physical bodies go. So I got you. But anyway, self first is not selfish. And I know that it sounds like I'm being contradictive here, but I'm not. Because when you are showing up with yourself first, you don't have to put yourself first in the conversation. Ah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think what you're driving at is there is there, there are, here, here's another way of explaining it. There is your real self and then there's the, there's the uh, facade self. Yeah. And we don't really want to be the facade self. No, we want to invent and create the very person that we want to be. Mm -hmm. See, I hear, you know, what I also, this self, I had to die, die to ourself. We have to die to self. And dying to self means I don't have to have the outcome turn out like I, like I think it mm -hmm. needs to be. Yes. I don't have to, I don't, I can practice the art of non-interference because it really is not my business. Mm -hmm. It's really mm -hmm. not my business. It's really not my business. I can die to self. And when I die to self, I am showing up as self first. That's a good way to describe it. Cause, cause it's a, let, I mean, be perfectly, perfectly candid. It's a confusing topic. It truly is. It, it is. How How is it that I'm a rock star queen goddess in one sentence and I know I'm a badass too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a matter of when you realize that in order to lead, you stand behind. 
you don't, you're not up in front. You know, it's about showing up and being human and, and having connection and actually relating on well, a or human level. Or maybe another way to, level. another way to say the same thing. Instead of leading, you live and you end up leading just because you live. Yeah. Yeah, that's like you, great. You don't have to be a deliberate. It's not like I'm going to go out and be a leader. You don't. That that approach is probably not going to work out too well. But I'm going to go out and live my life the way I like to. You're going to end up being a leader. That's pretty much it. When you when you're confident and you know who you are, and that's what I want to talk about the knowingness of who you are. Where this concept of of who I am. I am that I am, and I'm pretty sure at this point I've done enough meditation or left my body enough to know that we're definitely not our physical body, but we are here for a human experience. So getting too off off on the the Richter scale, you know, <laughs> it, it isn't going to serve me any darn good. And I'm that's what I'm here to do is to look how how can we make this human experience more fun, more delightful, more blissful, and and with more joy. And, and you know, Kirk, is, that's Kirk by the way, is my favorite person right now. We're, we're a dynamic duo, according to Kirk. So I just had to say, thank you. I Kirk. love it. This is Kirk Nermy. Oh God, you guys know court TV. <laughs> he is, and he's doing a workout right now. He's like been on this challenge for like four or five months and he's looking hot. You're looking hot, Kirk. <laughs> he's also one of the best people to have on and come on. He's doing, he's doing comedy shows. He's doing all kinds of great stuff. So, Love you, Kirk. And I'm loving all the comments. And yeah, living the human experience. Agree. Yep, John. It's definitely a curveball. Life mm-hmm. is learning, learning curve and everything happens. Yeah, there are, don't believe in coincidences. What I do know is that in my life, what serves me is staying in my body, staying grounded and realizing that I'm here to help to, to do this human experience thing. You know what I mean? Gotta, gotta mm-hmm. do that. And, and, mm-hmm. and what we want to give you tools, baby, to make it easier. <laughs> we want to give you tools, you know, the tools. <laughs> Just, I love it. That's funny. <laughs> you want to know another fun tool I have? Okay. Yeah, oh, we got cool. some cards, some spirit cards. Well, of some kind. Th- these are, these are, these are these priestess, priestess of light. Of light. Okay. I'm, I, I, so yeah, I'll just keep playing with them until you, hey, so what do you think about all that? How's this human experience working? Well, the, the human experience is my experience and your experience. There, uh-huh. there, there, I, I think we can actually trip ourselves up when we get locked into, oh, there is a human experience. No, there isn't uh-huh. a human experience. There are, you know, something like 8 billion human experiences currently, and those count, count the ones that haven't shown up yet. Or the ones that yeah. have already passed on. I mean, there's like a whole, there's a whole pile of them and they are intertwined because we're all connected, but they're also all different. That's the diversity of life on earth. And it's the wonder of it. It's the beauty of it. That's really, that's really what we're studying in Thai boot camp more than anything else. We're studying how wonderful that diversity of life is, including the parts that we don't like so much that we're really trying to appreciate a lot. Isn't that the big I, message that comes through every time you do a a, a, a meeting or a class or you're, you're talking with a stream or you're talking in group or whatever in, in the Facebook group? It's always about finding ways to appreciate the transgressors, right? Appreciating everything. And, and yeah. when you appreciate everything, it's so funny because I'm sitting here. This one flew out. Uh-oh, here we go. Death so and death, rebirth. Death and rebirth. Well, exactly what we're talking about. Dark, darkness to light. And mm-hmm. so it's exactly what we're talking about. Cause when yeah. you appreciate the dark, that's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't see it's dark in here. App- appreciate it. It like flips a switch on like in a You're second. Right. Ooh, that feels good for a fan. I like that. Mm. And, and yeah. the uh, beauty of the Thai experience is for those situations where we have trouble turning that switch on. I think it's really right. is really about it. it's learning how to turn the switch on when it's hard to turn totally. the switch on. Yeah. How do you yeah. how do you maneuver that? So yep. so when I look at this, what I see is this glorious priestess goddess here directing directing the energy. You know, Dolores Cannon, she 
is very well known for saying we are here to learn how to manipulate energy. Mm -hmm. I agree. So as we are doing this human experience and staying in our bodies, period. Absolutely. It's polarity, Kirk. And that polarity is our best friend. Mm -hmm. It's our best friend, you know. And, and that's an advanced yeah. lesson. Let's be perfectly blunt. That is not an easy lesson. That's not that's not LOA 101. That's that's like the advanced stuff. That's yes, the hardcore it's, stuff. stuff. It's totally. Yeah. Well, it is until it isn't. It sure. is until it isn't because we let go. I I'm only speaking from my own experience. I let go of things the minute they stop working for me. The minute that my perspective shifts, because my perspective might shift and say to me, oh, you know, it just might shift. That's all. It just mm -hmm. shifts. And it's like, oh, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't know it till you know it. So don't beat the crap out of yourself. Just be okay with where you're at. Be appreciative of where you're at. Appreciation, you got to think of this as like, this is, this is magic. Magic. Mm -hmm. Appreciation, gratitude is, is magic. It's, it's not just magic, it is, it's growth. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of the same thing, really, because, because growth is magical. But right. me, I, I actually like growth. I like the concept of growth better than yeah. I like the concept of magic, believe it or not. And a lot of people might disagree with me on that one, but I think growth is much more interesting. And I say well, that, that because, yeah, well, I, I, I say way. that because growth, growth has all kinds of different patterns to it. I mean, it's, it's, it, it varies from person to person, from experience to experience, from event to event. It's always yeah. going to play out differently. It, it's like, um, in nature, you know, if you, well, my wife and I run a gardening service. So I'll, I'll use that as the analogy. If you go out and look at your garden today and then look at it again tomorrow, you're going to see something entirely different. Because nature is constantly growing, and when you're constantly growing, everything is changing all the time. That's magic to me. That that's magic continuously in motion. That's that's like magic taken to the nth degree. It's magic on steroids. It's 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 the ultimate magic of how all of the growth that happens produces all this new kind of stuff going on all the time. It's great. It's wonderful. It's exciting. Uh. I love it is. And I love that. Actually, the reason I love it is because Bob Miller, he used to say you can he had this thing called the gales hmm. you grow, grow, you grow, you allow or appreciate, mm -hmm. inspire, encourage, love and you share. Oh, OK. And so growth is that. Another reason we're here for the soul expansion, but it's how that we start looking at it and seeing it, then that really, really becomes important. The next thing is, is touching earth, planting something new. Now, what I find interesting is that you have the gardening it's service. It's a beautiful picture, by the way, on that on that car. That's a gorgeous picture. Isn't this great? And yeah. also we, we have John saying we can't get any closer to nature than gardening. This is true. So what this is telling me is that when you're when you're really if you're really wanting to shift your polarity, the simplest thing to do is to plant something new and mm. you could make that your your feet in the grass because you want you find a really cool park. And if you find a cool park, jump on the swings, please. <laughs> Report back to me. <laughs> this is a test. This is only this a test. is a tip. Oh, yeah. I expect to hear from I expect to hear back from you all. But there this part about touching the earth is is literally doing that, getting out and touching the earth, feeling the the beauty that you already have accessible to you. If you think about it, when you're out in nature and it's raining and it's snowing, it freezes as a snowflake. Mm -hmm. That's that should tell you everything you need to know. If you missed the very beginning, we were talking about Dr. Emoto's work. So nature is definitely where it's at. The last card that comes up is sensuality. What Feminine. Is, that? Is, that, is that like a tiger? What is that? It is a tiger. Okay. A tiger yep. kind of wrapped around like a like wrapped around a, a, an empress or something. Yep. I'm not sure what that is. A goddess priestess. Ah, of course. Yes. I forgot what the name of the deck was. My apologies. Yep. A goddess priestess. Mm -hmm. So sensu sensuality. All right, guys, listen. 
We're not going to have a long discussion about this, but what I have to tell you is that sacred euphoric Xanadu is a thing. We were put into, we, we have certain things going on in our body because we were supposed to. We're supposed to tap into our creativity, our passion, our sensuality all the time. Why? Now, what does that mean to you? It all means something different to everybody. Clearing that sacral chakra. If you're single, you may need to learn how to do things yourself and really well. If you're not, it, it may be the playfulness that comes up. You guys ever notice like the playfulness and when your sensuality comes out, how your creativity just flows right in? Oh, yeah. Right. Very it, obvious. It, yeah. It releases all the right chemicals in our brain. Mm-hmm. It's the, and also the big O is the highest on the Richter scale. <laughs> it's on a Richter scale. So anyway, I'm uh, trying to uh, read uh, and talk at the same time. I know. <laughs> it doesn't work too well, right? Because all those no, chat comments are coming through. It, does, it just didn't work at all. <laughs> listen, listen, uh, you want your energy, you want to manifest from the highest level. Um, Try, try that. Try intentional sex or intentional masturbating. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Good set stuff. your, set your intentions. You can't use my wand. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't use, I wouldn't use my yeah, wand. Yeah, that, that's not exactly. That doesn't even, that doesn't, that's not really sexy, honestly. Yeah. But anyway, right. um, you guys, it's about raising your vibration. We're here to manipulate energy. We're here to make this thing happen. Believing in yourself. Through trusting your abundance, that's Taya Boot Camp. Tapping into your sensuality is tapping into the passion that is within you. You aren't going to get it from someone else. You're going to get it from yourself only. This is what the kick in the ass is, thinking that you need somebody to ignite your your sensuality, your passion, or anything else. Because I'm going to tell you, I've been, dude, I've been single a long-ass time. I'm going to tell you, I've had to ignite my own passion my own sensuality, my own whatever, and however that's going to look. Maybe that is, ladies, gentlemen, a single ones out there, putting on some really killer music and dancing around. Making dinner for myself is one of my favorite things on the earth to do, where I just sit down, I have my music, I'm dancing, I'm singing. I'm having like a full-on moment with myself. Mm-hmm. So, But that's well, tapping into your passion. Well, well, even more than that, what you're talking about here is something that is actually near and dear to my heart because while I've been with Louise now for 22 years in September, um, I was single without a single successful relationship for about 21 years, which was oh. miserable. It was, it was total misery. And I didn't understand why it kept happening because I kept trying to find the right relationship and it kept failing. And it didn't take months to fail. It took hours. <laughs> I mean, it was quick. <laughs> I was failing quickly and often. And it was, it was tearing me apart. It was absolutely destroying my, my sense of uh, self-confidence and so forth. If I had only understood at that time, I didn't understand this till much, much later, that it was my self-confidence or lack thereof that was causing it to happen. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that I didn't have enough self-love. If you had asked me at that time, you know, do you love yourself? I would have said, well, yeah, sure. Doesn't anybody? But, and it's true. Everybody does love themselves. The question is how much? How much do you love yourself? Are you willing, or do you love yourself enough to take the steps to feel better? Do you love yourself enough to take control of your life? Do you love yourself enough to make the changes that you need to make in order to get the better result that you're looking for? Because if you can't answer yes to those questions, then guess what? You don't love yourself enough. And now I got to bring this up. Uh-oh, Look, here we go. Loss and lack. Poor, fear and victimization. Fear oh, victimization. Okay. and victimization. And yep. It's important because, well, what you're talking about is that it's fear, fear of fear and being in lack. And actually everything that you brought up, because the story you're telling right now is one of lack when when you didn't have a wife. And I'm going to tell you, it got worse and worse over time, by the way. I mean, it becomes becomes a huge self-fulfilling prophecy. It got to the point where toward the end of that 20 year span, I literally believed on a subconscious level the moment that I met a new woman. It was not going to work before I even said hello to her. I was convinced uh-huh. it was not going to work. And so therefore, guess what? Law of attraction. It didn't work. 
That's why it happened so that's why they fell apart so fast. And I didn't understand at the time. I understand now. I was lucky actually, because yeah, I got out of yeah. it by accident. I got well, not so much by accident. I got out of it because I was so disgusted. I actually quit the idea of having relationships. I threw in the towel. I said, okay, I'm done. I, I, this is too painful. I can't keep doing this. I'll have to be a bachelor the rest of my life. Forget all the rest of it. I'm just done with this. And I, I quit. And within a few weeks of that, a good friend of mine, Debbie, introduced me to Louise. And when she introduced me, well, it was a sort of a virtual introduction because it was, here's the phone number to give a call. And my instant reaction was, hell no, I quit all this stuff. I'm not going to make that phone call. I'm not going to do it because I had this huge, huge yeah, yeah. self-programming that had been going on. But fortunately, my friend Debbie, like Louise, um, was a psychotherapist. So she could kind of, you know, walk me through my own fears and so forth and get to the point where I could actually make the phone call. But yeah, it was, it was a very difficult journey all because I didn't understand how important it was to love myself. Ah, I love this. And what I'm, what I love is that your entire, because the very thing that was your difficult journey now in about eight weeks, let's see how you feel about that. Mm -hmm. Well, actually we got a couple minutes left. We got to be real quick about it. You're doing it again. You're going through Taya again. And I know you were kind of, I I was kind of the trigger that when I announced I was going to do it, but you, you must've been kind of cooking on that for a bit. Why are you doing it again? Because we all, I believe that there's, I, we are constantly evolving and growing. And that, uh, it's really good to take, to, to redo the practice in full. Okay. So just like, uh, sometimes we'll go on a fast for our diet, for mm-hmm. our food, you know, reset our whole system. Mm-hmm. We have really good eating skill practices. We have all, you know, we have these, but, can we improve? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if redoing Pattaya after three years helps me improve, or however long it's been, two years, then that is like, oh, okay, cool. It's going to give me more tools, hone in on practices, yes. and really, and it's strengthened my relationships. And so I just want to say that peaceful self-regulation came up. Uh-huh. Okay. Many, and this is one of the things that Taya teaches you as well, because you're talking about going up and down the emotional spiral mm-hmm. and how that you're controlling that, that's self-regulation. Mm-hmm. That's how that you regulate. You, we learn regulators, Mona, like Warren G. Okay. You all just get, well, if you're not old like me, you won't even know that. I'm not <laughs> old. I'm not old. I didn't say that. So the last thing I'm going to end with is friendship. And this comes to why would I do it again too is also what you said about community. Mm, I love community. I love community and our friendships are so important. And I want to thank everybody who's been on today, who's been supporting us because a lot of you people are really, really close to my heart and I love you. And I, I love all of these wonderful faces. So, right. and in, I want to do a in, shout out too to uh, the yeah. fact that there are LOA today listeners who are also doing the boot camp. It was really cool to be in the call the other day and have one listener on my right and one listener on my left. I'm thinking, wow, this is great. We got this big LOA today presence. And more importantly, I'm connecting with listeners while I'm doing this work on my stuff. How cool is that? How oh, it's completely cool awesome. Is that? It's, it's awesome. awesome. I love it. We get, we, we get such a great thing in our existence because by doing what we do, I feel like I'm, I'm constantly the student. I'm constantly the student and one of the things I love about Kyle Cease, he's another person I, I, I love evolving out loud. One of the cool things about, um, that about Kyle, he was saying that, um, when he's talking, you know, we all have to do, we're doing this not at each other, but for each other. So everything mm-hmm. I say is a reminder to me and everything that you say is a reminder to me and everything is, it's, it's this beautiful, uh, revolving friendship and, and love that happens. And so that's really what this is about. We show up and we do this. So we can help, we're helping ourselves, and by, at the same time, we're not helping, we are just sharing, sharing, and that's really it. And if we all keep doing this, we're going to see these changes that everyone keeps talking about. Well, thank you, Debbie G, for sharing, because you've been sharing some of what, one of your wonderful, some of your wonderful experiences going through the tie and, and what it was like 
from your perspective, and we appreciate that so much. I know I appreciate it now that I'm going through it myself. And uh, I just wanted to say a shout out and thank you to all the listeners who have been listening and following all these years. I appreciate all of you too. And we just hope you keep coming back every single time. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.